everybody. Welcome back. Question the answer. I'm your co-host, Christine. And I'm Megan. We're going to talk about the rise of technology today. Specifically AI, which is full on creeping me out. It's full on creeping me out now that I... It's weird. If you see so... If you look at the news these days, it's all these like, yes. AI is going to destroy the world. <laughs> AI is going to kill End everybody. Of humanity. Yes. Yes. And it came out of nowhere. Well... I feel like it was Stephen Hawking back in... <laughs> Stephen Hawking. Remember him? In the 2014 BBC interview. So this was obviously before he passed. I think he passed in 2018. Um, he had warned that full artificial intelligence could be the end of the human race. I mean, think of the movie The Terminator. I know. Well, I'll there's be so back. many movies now that are about AI. He'll be back. And it's, it's kind of terrifying when you think about it. It's... But the fact that he was speaking out about it back then, and now all these things are coming to the forefront, like Elon Musk has been on a bunch of interviews with Tucker Carlson and Bill Maher just saying, you know, warning kind of the same message. Well, AI is going to get smarter than us because I think the human race is getting like stupider <laughs> by the minute. Yes. With all of the... It's not going to be hard for AI to <laughs> I mean, become smarter than us. I mean, the things we are doing these days and except... Oh, wait, side note. Speaking of that, can I give you a little bit? Of, can I show you a picture of an update from our last episode? Yeah. This, my friend, is the Bud Light booth. Oh, mm-hmm. at Fenway Park during the Red They're Sox tanking. game. Absolutely tanking. I just, I was like, it's not over. <laughs> dun 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 dun. Yeah, they're yeah. done. They're done. I just, I, I kind of giggled when I saw that, so I had to tell you. Had to show yes. you a picture, and I don't have a TikTok account, so I came and play the little TikTok. <laughs> but I saw the booth. So just so you guys know, the booth is completely empty, and the guy at the that's working the booth is just he's just standing there with his arms crossed, just bored out of his well, mind. Well, he's, he's still getting paid, hopefully. Fenway Park was sold out. Nada. No one this wants is Bud what Light. Happens. So I they've officially it. lost the title of best beer because yes, I would think so because nobody's and I don't think they're going to get it back either. And she took a leave of absence, Miss. Um, she, I saw that. What's her face? The the well, VP of worst decisions I ever. I would take a leave of absence from the planet <laughs> and not return. That was her. So yeah, that's uh, <laughs> just a little update for you on the Bud Light conundrum. Saga. You like that picture? That's, that's scary, the isn't it? Picture. I. I. Okay. That's what we're dealing with. AI, to me, like we just said, it's going to surpass the knowledge of the human race at a very quick rate. And the worry is, and Elon Musk was recently speaking out about it, we'll show the clip, but he was saying that if there's not some parameters and guidelines set around it and maybe some government, you know, uh, government bodies like regulating AI, it can very quickly get out of control. I think, I think we should uh, take this seriously and, and we should have. Um, uh, a, a regulatory agency. I think it needs to start with um, a group that initially seeks uh, insight uh, into AI, uh, then solicits opinion from industry, uh, and then pro has proposed rulemaking. And then those rules, you know, uh, will probably, hopefully, grudgingly be accepted by uh, the, the major players in, in, in AI. And, um, and w w I think we'll have a better chance of. of um, advanced AI being beneficial to humanity in that circumstance. And with AI, it's going to be given that opportunity to really, you're never, you might not know if anything's accurate or true. 
I mean, do we know now? We That's what I'm saying. I think we're getting to the point where we, we have to question a lot of it, which is our show. Um, Works. <laughs> it's perfect for us. But it's scary because it's, it's like, who do you trust? But technology has always been a good thing. So if you think about kind of back to where we started, think about life before your phone. You and I lived a life before phones. We're, we're, the, um, we're the age group that has a unique point of view on the world because first and foremost, we grew up without phones. Mm -hmm. Then we were introduced phones later on, meaning like from like our late teens to our twenties. So we had a whole childhood of like no technology, no noise constantly. Which I love. I love that we, and you know, this is kind of our next segment, but I love that we grew up without all of this technology. Well, they say that not me because I don't I don't procreate, but you you guys are going to raise the most balanced children. It's the hope <laughs> because you understand life from both sides before all this technology yes. stuff and after, and how to integrate that into life normally, not just live on a screen. Right now, the generation after us is going to be the most scary parents. Yes, and they are the most scary parents because. Everything, Every, everything was technology. And is. I mean, Continue so to. the internet came out. Do you remember dial-up? Yeah, I remember that you'd have to wait for the, <laughs> for the dial-up. Me and my brother <laughs> punching each other, just like, who's going to get on AOL <laughs> first this time? Oh, my God. We used to play King's Quest all the time, me and my sister, and it was like this old-fashioned computer game. Oh, Social media. I mean, GPS systems. GPS. I mean, if my mother didn't have GPS... Oh, my parents still refer to it she as would the never, Garmin. She would never make it anywhere. Right. I mean, correct. I'll put it into the Garmin. I'm like, your phone? You mean? <laughs> the what? Like, you know, remember how you used to have the dashboard? Garmin's, I think they were called. So, yeah, they, it used to be the Garmin. <laughs> Garmin. And sometimes they still refer to it as that. And I'm like, you mean your phone. I will tell you another great advancement, and maybe it's a little AI, is um, the automatic braking system. I can't tell you. Yeah, so that is part of AI. <laughs> How many how many accidents yours truly yes. has avoided because so the great. whole car shakes? <laughs> Please stop. Um, or even like Alexa, that's a, a form of AI which mm. we use very hate, often in my house. I hate Alexa, mostly for music playing. I hate Alexa, and now my kids know how to talk. About Alexa, I hate it. She never gets it right for me. I don't know. She just doesn't like me. Well. She can be annoying. I don't recognize your voice. <laughs> I'm like I live here too. <laughs> But like that's it's it's in so many other things that we're not really always aware of, and it's just going to keep increasing and increasing. And I put down like, okay, you got to go with both arguments. What are the benefits, or what can be the benefits of AI? And as it keeps growing and growing. Oh wait, before you go on, I know you're on a roll, but there is on not on iPhones, but on what's the other phone? Android. Android. On the Android phone, you can do a boy band voice for your GPS. I have an Australian guy that does mine. No, the boy band is better because I like, do. I wish it was. The, you know, I wish it was like Snoop Dogg or something. It's like turn right. <laughs> I'm all about that stuff. You know that. I mean, so sorry. Go <laughs> Britney ahead. Spears. Like, come on. It was like the best day of my life when I found that out on my friend's phone. I was like, what? Yes, I'm all about it. I'm all about some aspects of it. That's but, that's kind of like where we grew up with yes. boy bands. Oh, and sync for life. Um, <laughs> I was a Backstreet Boys girl. Mm-mm. I mean, I enjoyed Backstreet Boys, but no, NSYNC's all the way there. Superior, always. I never thought anyone was attractive on NSYNC. Isn't that weird? What? Do I say it right? NSYNC? NSYNC. NSYNC. Okay. 
<laughs> I had the dolls. All you were missing was the with little. like the, you know. <laughs> of course you did. The dolls. Uh, but anyway, so the benefits, you know, it could be, so you think medicine. Apparently, within 30 days, AI developed a treatment for HCC, hepatocellular say, go ahead, say carcinoma. That. Say that five times really which fast. Is the most Hepat- common type of liver cancer. Really? And it found a treatment within 30 days. How? Um, come on. Well, this is what I'm saying. It, it's so smart. But that's, can you imagine if we could find treatments or for all types of cancer? But I'm all for that. But cancer is different in everyone. Yes. But a lot of them, we don't even have any real treatment or cure. That's true. We don't. Okay. All right. Keep going. So medicine. Okay. Apparently, there are some other things like financial investing. You know, you know why that scares me is because you can walk into an AI doctor and be like, I'm sad. I cry all the time. I'm anxious. I'm this. And it's like, here's your, here's your pill. That's what, that's what scares me about this is it's like, oh, you can just list off symptoms that you grabbed off of Google because that's what you think you have. And it's just going to give you pills. That's what scares me about it. Well, I'm hoping. I think Big Pharma's behind that. I'm one. hoping that if it does turn into where we're using AI for a lot of our medical fields. Uh, no, thanks. I'd rather just talk to a human. But I'm saying I hope that the human aspect of being going to an actual doctor or nurse or whoever is still human. Because at the end of the day, as smart as AI can be, it will never have that human capacity or that emotional kind of connection that we have. It will never be that way. So I, it's in, interesting. <laughs> We're going to play a game next episode because we say the word interesting too much. We have to think of a new word. We have to get a thesaurus out and start <laughs> realizing some different words. Okay, let me break it down to you like this. Chat GPT, which we're going to get into a little bit later. In fact, we're going to play with it a little bit. I just saw a um, a seminar put on by this younger kid. He was in his early 40s. He was fantastic. And he writes a book called The Bold Ones. And part of his, part of his presentation was all about chat GPT and how if we start to rely on this 24-7 as the people in technology want us to, we are losing our human connection. And we already are at this point. I mean, think of how much we've already lost. That's what I mean. We don't need help with that. I mean, We're already doing a really good job of ruining that ourselves. I mean, if you try to talk to young kids these days, they do not want to talk. You go anywhere. Just ground me. That's what they want. Just yeah. ground me. No. My father used to sit me at the table and torture me for three yes. hours. Until you talking. said everything you needed to say. Until I was grounding myself. So, but I mean. Think about this. Look at anywhere that you go and any social setting and you're with, well, most people now, it doesn't even really matter the age group. Everyone's buried in their phone doing this and you're losing that like one-on-one, just being with another human being and really having a good conversation. There's a distraction always. I'm glad you brought that up because when I go for my pedicure with Anna, I do not look at my phone. I talk to her. Or just enjoy the... The massage. The I relaxation. Know, I, do, I do get a little quiet during the massage. But I, I do not look on my phone once because I'm talking to the woman who is cleaning my feet. I mean, literally. Everybody else is just buried in their yeah, phone. Yeah, because it's easy. It's Everything's right there. Everything's at your fingertips. And, and my and side note, my biggest pet peeve is these people that walk in watching videos. And everybody in the entire blast. salon yeah. is supposed to just listen to the, their video. Mm-hmm. I, I just, ooh, that boils my blood. Okay. 
it's it's getting a little bit out of control. Um, but yeah, Chat B- GPT again terrifies me. Uh, I have some articles that we'll get into in a minute, but just the fact that people who are already this is just giving them another outlet to really disconnect from reality, I think. And I'll get into it in a minute, but there are sites out there, a lot of them now, that use this chat GPT that you can create your own chat bot and form, mm. like, relationships. Maybe that's maybe that's your next dating avenue. You can date a robot. It might work out <laughs> much better. You might be much happier. <laughs> you can tell it what it can say. Um, but right. people are making these connections with, like, their own personalized chatbots and like being dependent on them for relationships and feeling like not so lonely or isolated. That is. Well, it's just, it just continues the same problem we have on social media. We only want to talk and listen to hear people that agree with us 100%. So let's, let, once again, I just think a meteorite needs to just hit the earth sometimes. <laughs> just take us. We're ready. We're so, ready. A New, York, uh, New York Times article, a neural network is a mathematical system that learns skills by analyzing data. About five years ago, companies like Google, Microsoft, and OpenAI began building neural networks that learned from huge amounts of digital text called large language models or LLMs. So... Once again, back to my original point, it's just taking biased information and making that the the Bible, I mean, for lack of a better term. Yeah, putting these, it out there. Yeah, these systems um, can generate untruthful, biased, and otherwise toxic information. Systems like GPT-4 get facts wrong and make up information, a phenomenon called hallucination. Oh, great. So they're And great. like the thing is, okay. And who's going to monitor this? I should hire them as sales reps. Who's going to monitor this? You know? Nobody. Well, nobody's monitoring it right now. These chat GPT things, I mean, they can do things like writing a poem in nine seconds. Mm. It can write books in hours. Um, it can write contracts. I I personally think that if you are in college and you have access oh, to this. Can you imagine? Your degree is like not, <laughs> it's not. Plausible. Can you imagine? I would have used it Who to write wouldn't? a paper. What kid wouldn't? I mean, I'm. It, but like that's, and then, and then, like that's part of the reason I think some of the writers, the Writers Guild is on strike, is because oh, yeah. this is a, a, a threat to their jobs. And they want more money. Well, and they, well, they always want more money. <laughs> want but more money. think about that. You could have these bots writing entire scripts for you. Or writing, or late night talk show hosts can be like, give me your, you know, your best jokes. And there you are in, in seconds. But it's wild. It's just going to be copy after copy. True. That's once again, when you take out this human element, that I free agree. thinking, that free spirit. You um, lose the creativity part. So you get this free will. Like, I guess when you take that away, when people can make their own decisions and creatively think on their mm. own, I mean, what does that leave us with? Just a bunch of, just a bunch of robots. Well, that, and yes, and I think that, your but I notes. think it's becoming. Look how beautiful your notes are. Mine are. Oh. Mine look like ass compared to <laughs> yours. You have things highlighted. You have little. Look, you have like little bullet points. I mean, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Oh, Weird. oh wait, can I play a game with you? Yeah. Okay. I listened to a podcast. This was not an original thought by myself, but I listened to a podcast, and she, she had two fantastic stories out of Florida this this week. Okay. 
Tell me which story is actual real life news. All right. Here's the first story. Man gets pulled over for erratic driving due to arguing with his parrot. Okay. Or <laughs> 911 call about fight ends with Florida cops separating two brawling goats. <laughs> I'm going to go with the parrot. Okay. You're right because they're both re- this this happened Are they both real? This happened in real life. So so here's here's the parrot. Oh my god. Um, Florida Highway Troopers, the parrot became angry because it wanted to go home, but the man wanted to go to Clearwater <laughs> Beach. The argument distracted the man, causing him to drive erratically. And so they de-escalated the situation and resolved the standoff I'm successfully. I'm so glad they were able to fix that. And then that. there's the goats. Stop. Real-life goats. <laughs> they said, Can you imagine being these police officers? Look, at the suspects said they were pretty mad at one another <laughs> to fight the escalated into the yards of nearby residences. See, so, if I was in journalism, these are the stories I want to Yo, do. they booked those goats into, into jail. Stop. No, I'm Stop. totally serious. I thought that was great. I'm sorry. I had to put that in there today. <laughs> Just a little fun fact for A little fun fact. So I did look up, if you put in climate change... ChatGPT kicked off its grim predictions by speculating that climate change will have a catastrophic effects on the planet if not addressed. Okay. Pointing to how rising sea levels, extreme weather, and food scarcity could lead to widespread displacement, conflict, and instability. So that sounds like it came straight up out of the climate people's yes. mouths. Yes. And that's... But that's the thing. Who do you trust? Where they? Where is this pulling the information from? It's just, it's any. It's like anything you see on the internet. You, you can't really trust it fully, and you I have mean, to fact check yourself and fact check what you're reading. I mean, the weather and the planet is going to change. We've already talked about our our views on climate change. Of course, there is. The more humans you put on the earth, things are going to get. Different up in here, as I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Well, and the, it goes back to okay, yes, you have this AI intelligence or these chat bots or whatever it is, but you still are, you, it's still not a human being. They're no, it's not going to be able to make those more moral and ethical decisions because it, it lacks that. Okay, I'm this legit brings me to my favorite show in the whole world, The Mandalorian. I got to start watching that. It's so good. I know. I've heard. This is um, all I can think of the Mandalorian, the kill robot, IG-11. There he is. And he was an extremely deadly and efficient bounty hunter droid. IG-11 initially attempts to capture and kill an alien known as the child. This is little Grogu, baby Yoda. Mm, but is it. stopped and destroyed by another bounty hunter known as the Mandalorian. That's how the whole like series starts. But they programmed this droid to be a killer. And if you watch the show, you can't unprogram the droid. So it's like, first of all, IG-11 coming to a city near you. Yeah, Because <laughs> exactly. it probably is. And then there's the next problem is, remember Attack of the Clones? Yes. There it is. How far are we going to take this? And that's what Elon Musk in his interview with Tucker Carlson was saying. Like, Tucker asked him, what's the threshold? Because Elon was saying, it's going to be a certain... You know, AI or, you know, I don't know what he called it, like the real serious AI isn't going to be in everybody's home or iPhone. It's going to be in certain areas. 
buildings, whatever they have it there, stored there. And he's saying if necessary, there should be something where you're able to either like shut power off to it if it ever became a threat to something. And Tucker was like, what is that threshold? Well, to be honest with you, it doesn't matter. If we develop it, somebody will find a way to abuse it. A hundred percent, as with everything so do. I mean, I guess I guess it's inevitable at that point. If we continue to do this, somebody will find a way to abuse it, and just and it's going to be too late <laughs> to move. One of those days, it's wrong. It's gonna it's it's gonna get to that point. I fear, and then it's like, well, what then? What do we do, or what have we done? You know. So even Jeffrey Hinton, he's known as the Godfather of yes. artificial. It's funny how we come across the we same just information, left Google, right? Yep. It's not inconceivable that a AI could wipe out humanity. His remarks came up after he quit his job at Google saying he regrets his life's work due to how AI can be misused, which means it's already being misused. So, yeah. I just want to know what somebody like a Jeffrey Hinton or Elon Musk really know about AI I think or the it, capabilities of it. I think it goes a lot deeper than common civilians like you and I would ever know. It's scary. It is scary. Um I just hope it's not like the Terminator because the Terminator was scary. It is scary. And look at, you know, it, it, there's even kids shows about it. Actually, have you watched the the show Black Mirror? No. Um, I've seen one episode. Okay. Black Mirror is on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And it's a re- it's it's disturbing, but it's a really good show because really the premise is modern technologies and how they can basically turn on you at any minute and it it takes a scenario to the extreme but it really makes you think like we really could be at this point so there's um an episode so each episode is a different storyline but it's about a different type of technology right so there was one it's called be right back and it's this woman who she's driving with her boyfriend or partner and and he dies in a car accident and she's grieving she finds out she's pregnant you know, soon after the accident and her friend signed her up for this app where you can connect with your deceased loved one. But it's an, it's an AI bot, but they take all the public information of that person and communicate based on that information. So they speak on the, she's on the phone and it's the, her boyfriend's voice, but it's an AI machine. And she's, it's like, saying things that he would say based on all the things it's gathered from his public info. So you never really grieve the person. So it, that's what it's showing you. It's showing you, like, she's able to still talk to him and, like, but feel it's, him. It's but it's fake. not real. But then she takes it one step further, and the the app or this company can make an actual, like, person. But it's a robot. But it looks just like the the person. And it shows this guy, her boyfriend, back at her house. Okay. It's it's awful. It's so awful. Here's what people on planet Earth will do. is I can just imagine crazy women. Creating a boyfriend? Yeah, because if you can Could create- you imagine if there was two of you walking around and you were like, I had nothing to do and with And you're like <laughs> at the same coffee shop and you're like, mm, what? Um, I mean, like, that's just weird. Yes. that's what we'll do. We'll do something really stupid. But the whole thing is it's showing- you at first she's like oh my god I'm I feel like I'm back with with him and we're I'm having a baby and she's pregnant so like all that of course but it shows her struggling knowing that 
there are certain things and it doesn't have like the emotional capacity of a, of a human. So she's struggling. Like I can't, as much as I want to keep you and pretend that it's you, it's not. And I can't live my life this way. And she tries to like get it to jump off this cliff. And then he starts kicking in like this emotional thing. And she and keeps kills it her. and then she keeps it in her attic. And her daughter's born and they like visit him. It's bizarre. But it's it's scary to think about because <laughs> who knows where we could be at in the next 50, 60, 100 years. Yeah, it's a little uh, uh. creepy. Yeah, there's just gonna be clones of everyone walking around. I did just to not to end on like a super depressing note, but <laughs> speaking of these chat GPTs, um, there was some form of this chat GPT called Chai. Um, and this man in Belgium who was a married man, had kids, he had like all this anxiety about climate change, which is funny that you had brought that up earlier. Mm -hmm. And he found this app and would communicate with this bot about his anxiety about it and just in general. And then over the course of six weeks of talking to this robot, he, they would start having some pretty alarming conversations because the wife eventually saw them. And the thing, the robot or chatbot eventually like allegedly, uh, <laughs> encouraged him to commit suicide and he committed suicide oh my god and the wife was saying if eliza who was the bot wasn't around he would still be here that's a that's extreme however for think about the mental illness in the world today oh oh think trust about me, it i know and you have things like this on there where there people are connecting with a artificial thing who are already maybe unstable or lonely or depressed and these things are that you feel like if you're talking to a human, you're getting that interaction, but it's not from a real being and it's encouraging you to maybe take your own life or it's encouraging you to make bad decisions and you are weak enough in the mind that you're going to go do that. Well, once again, it's just all this artificial crap we're throwing against the wall and I don't know. Once again, if we if we lose the human connection, we're we're all gonna just jump off the cliff eventually. So right. that's the problem with technology is it's it's not human. It's not real. It's and never going to be real. It's never going to be real. You know, I, I mean, think about it. I mean, you said mental health. Did you know that New York City has a one billion dollar budget for mental health? I believe it. You believe it? Because they don't seem to be doing a lot up there <laughs> for not using health. it. I mean, did you hear about this story about the Marine who did a chokehold yes. on the guy who was terrorizing yes. everyone on the subway? Mm -hmm. But they want to blame the Marine? How does it even get to the point where a civilian has to step in? The guy had 47 felonies. Right. Or was Yeah, but we don't want to. The media is not going to put that out there. Oh, my God. I can't even They're stand it anymore. not going to put that anymore. out there. Mental health. It's just. It's Mental health. This is going to. This is going to add to the issue. Of course it's going to add. That's why they want it. I don't. I think we should get rid of a lot of technology. Well, not not the braking systems. You know That's Neil a deGrasse good idea. Tyson, the astrophysicist? No. Oh, I mean, I've heard his name. Yeah, so he's he's been out there. He has, like, some documentaries and stuff. And he was actually saying, I think he was on Fox and Friends. But anyway, though, he's, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson made a comment saying that he, his fear is that the internet will be inundated with false photos and everything's going to be fake. And he thinks that maybe this will be the end of social media and the internet. And he was kind of hoping for it. I think that's a great idea. Let's end it all. I and mean, it's going to be, it's going to, everything's going to be flooded with so much fakeness for lack of a better word that we're just going to have to shut it down. Mm-hmm.
It's true. I it already. I mean, think that's a bad idea. Think of how fake it is right now. I mean, it's pretty I damn know. fake. I mean, I we we just did a very strange little filter ourselves. We did, yeah. but that's the thing. You're going to be able to turn yourself probably into your own AI. I didn't like what I looked on like. any social media platform. It's just weird. It's I too do. weird for me. I do. This not. is why moving into our next segment, because of all this crap that goes on, this is why I feel like there's such a yearning for like going back to a simpler time, like that '90s nostalgia. Think of how how life was so easy in the night. I thought you wanted oh. to do '80s and '90s nostalgia, well, both. But I feel like there's so much more in the '90s. So. But both. It was just simpler times. I mean, remember, you could stay out all night and play outside. Yeah, parents didn't have safer. to worry. As, I mean, you, of course, there was always a worry. But it just, you didn't have social media. You didn't have everything being at your fingertips 24-7. Like, you had, it, there was more mystery to it. I was just talking about this with one of my nieces. I, I think it was my eldest niece, where she was watching a show and... It was about, the conversation was about where she hit, these these kids just stayed out all night and played, and they played in the dark. And I was like, that's how it used to be. Was she, like, blown away by it? Blown away by this. Yeah. Like, I was like, no, that's how it used to be. Things used to be safe. Like, you didn't have to worry about it. You have a phone attached to your hip. Your mom would call from the front door, scream for you to come home. Yeah, remember, like, when the, the cell phones first really became popular? That was, like, a luxury item. We had one per household. That, that okay? became popular from... Dun, 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 those folks. Oh, remember Zach, by the Zach the Morris's huge, phone? Yeah. The huge phone. You basically <laughs> had to, like, wear as a book bag. Yes. Saved and then, by the bell. We had, like, you didn't have a family with that each had their phone. Like, I used my mom's phone half the time to be like soccer practice is done pick me up like we didn't it was that was considered more of a luxury item there was no internet like no google was not real it didn't exist at the point at that time the intranets you, you remember like blockbuster blockbuster that was the that was best. the highlight of my weekend going to blockbuster and looking at the new movies and section. how long it would take you to like find that one movie that everybody wanted to watch number one and then sometimes they, there wasn't a movie behind yes, the card the disappointment and you'd have to run over to the front desk and say hey has anybody returned um, yes <laughs> a rainbow bright i don't know <laughs> rainbow pretty bright. woman like yeah it was but i feel like kids these days everything is instant you had to like earn what you wanted back then like you think about uh music artists like when they released a new album you had to go rush to the store to get one get the album and not only that but do you remember the music videos oh mtv music oh my god i would wanted from school and just watch those. all i wanted in my life was just to be britney spears in a music video i mean you were the song came out but the music video was more well, important. And I feel like it was you really connecting with that artist and like learning their whole CD and there would you have all the lyric pages that you could like sing along. It was just you had to Oh, that's right. The little booklets yes. they would include. Oh my yes. god, I forgot and then you're all like, about okay, wait, that. Let me restart. Oh, okay. Like you just connected. It was just more of like a connection. It had to be earned like your parents had to take you to go get that item. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to instantly order or download or pre-order. There was none of that. No Amazon Prime. No Amazon mm. Prime. It was just simpler. Like you, I feel like you just appreciated things more back then. I feel like it, we we de- we developed a, a form of patience that yes, younger people don't have because 
of our communication mm-hmm. ways. So my favorite thing growing up in the whole world is Rainbow Bright. I loved Rainbow Bright. I was her for Halloween one year. I wanted to be her, but I had dark hair and I was so upset about it for <laughs> so long. But I actually, I had Rainbow Bright taken away from me. Because do you remember the two was bad you super guys? Glued your lips that one time in class. No, no, that was <laughs> no, that was way after Rainbow Bright. No, because you remember those two guys in Rainbow Bright that would call each other names. Oh, kind of. So I called my sister like a duty head, <laughs> and my mom and dad didn't think that was respectful. So I got Rainbow Bright taken away for oh like a God. very long until I could I could talk nice to my sister. Amazing. I mean, teenage teenage mutant ninja yes. turtles. Ghostbusters, yes. He-Man, She-Ra, the Care Bear, the, the Care Bear, the OG Care Bears. Yes. yes, not the Care Bears that you guys watch now, but the OG Care Bears, the ones that looked like a little bit creepy still. Because Do you remember the Gem, Gem, Gem with mm-hmm. the star, and she would turn into like a uh, a musician. She would turn into a famous <laughs> yeah. singer musician. The Gremlins, <laughs> big freaking deal. And then the Goonies. Hey, you, the guys. you guys! Oh, <laughs> it was just. I'm sorry. Like you can't. You can't fight me on this. Fraggle Rock. I do. I did have an inch, uh, an issue with Princess Bride. I couldn't stand. Uh, I couldn't stand how the guy was always like, as you wish, as you wish. I'm like, you sound like such a pussy. It's part of the story. It's such a stupid, like, no, I don't know. Don't I don't hate on Princess Bride. I did not like, as My you name wish, is as he's <laughs> falling down the stupid hill. I'm like, to I'm die. like challenge her on something. No, oh my like god, that. I'm such a great movie. Mr. Miyagi, and then Star Wars. I mean, obviously Star Wars. Star Wars. Although I didn't start watching Star Mr. T. I didn't start watching Star Wars until much until Disney took it over. Oh really? Well, I was standing in the park one day and I was like, "What is all this Star Wars stuff? Like, what the hell's going on?" And so I was like, "I should probably go watch the movies to figure it out." So I did, and They're I ended great. up like Smurfs, mm-hmm. Mario Brothers. Which has stayed pretty true. Well, they just had the new Mario just came out. Yeah, what's going? There's a little drama with that. What's going on with it? Smash box office theaters, like it's. There was an actor that got, and I don't remember who it was. He wasn't included in the movie, and he was the original voice for something a long time ago. And he's upset because he wasn't included. So now he's suing them for part of the. That's so dumb. I mean, like we have nothing. I mean, the movie's blowing it out of the park, so I don't really know. And you know why it's blowing out of the park? Because they kept it to what it should be for entertainment, and they didn't try to add anything weird to it. Can we watch this anyway? Rainbow Bright. It's just the the opening. Oh, I love this! Look at her, so happy. Little curls. I know. She had like a white, beautiful like, horse like that she would ride on. <laughs> she was awesome. I mean, how can you not be happy watching that? I don't know. Beanie Babies. I don't know how to get this off. The Beanie Babies. I do. I wasn't a big Beanie uh, Baby fan. At least my, my parents still have all of ours. My really? kids play with them now. Yes. Yes. Or when McDonald's came out with the mini Beanie Babies, my mom would drive me, mostly me, but me and my brother, the crack of dawn to get the new ones that would be released. <laughs> of course she would. Your mom. Yes, she did. Wait, I got one more, one more. And we don't have to watch the whole thing because it's like 10 minutes long. (laughs) (laughs) Ghostbuster. This is the best movie of all time. The original, we would like to add. We'll just keep it tiny. This is the library scene. This is my favorite line where he's like, no human could stack books like that. (laughs) Which isn't that the truth. Do, re, Egon. Symmetrical book stacking. It's 
like the Philadelphia Mass Turbulence of 1947. You're right. No. Bill Murray. One of my favorites. Because Bill Murray, Bill Murray, Bill Murray, and oh, what's his name? Um, not Egon, but Ray. What's his real yeah, name? Yeah, what's his real name? They wrote these movies, didn't they? Did they? Mm-hmm. I think they wrote them. Look at this mess. Oh. This is bringing it back for me. Best movie in the world. Okay, so we can't watch the whole thing. But I just wanted to hear the book. I just think people kind of revert back to these times because they were better. They were better. It was like when life wasn't so, even even not just life, but the world wasn't so chaotic and insane. And it just like how do you not smile or feel like warm and tingly when you look at this stuff? I don't know. How do you not? And like on, you're not on Instagram, but there's so many like '90s pages and okay. 90s I legit got scolded by my mother the other day because I am not it? on social media and how I am just. Like just you should just so join. disappointed in me because I won't be on Instagram and I won't put myself. Up. I'm like, where is this coming from? <laughs> I haven't been on any of these things for a decade now. I know. Okay, can we just talk about um, Clueless? That's love the funny. movie. Yes, always. Although I love the new commercial out with her, where Alicia the Silverstone at the end, where the kid is like, "Aren't you too old to be in high school?" And she's like. What? <laughs> just like she looks great by the she way. She does look great. She looks great. Yeah. Um, I feel like 90s was the height of like music. Mhm. I the love music 90s videos. Music. Oh. Um fashion even cuz like all this stuff's coming back. Mhm. It was just a time to be alive and it, it was just truly great. I know. I kind of wish we could go and back. It was all about like being hanging with your friends, going out and just enjoying something. Again, you didn't have phones, you didn't have Social media, it was just like enjoying each other's company and bonding over half the stuff we just talked about. And I completely agree with you about the music because it's so weird. Since we came up with this idea, I've kind of been scrolling through. Oh, I don't know. I stopped that. Scrolling through my old playlist because I literally have my playlist from forever ago. I, I mean, like I was a big alternative girl. I never got into rap, although oh. I loved Biggie Smalls. I loved Puff Daddy. I loved Mace. Um, those were the rap that I liked. Yeah, but for the most part, I was definitely alternative. I liked I had I liked a wide range. I mean, but if you, I did like rap, but then obviously pop. If you had to, like, put if yourself a, into a category, probably pop, probably pop. I mean, was this? Yes, me too. I mean, is this around? I mean, this was when Mc, Mariah Carey was actually like, like <laughs> at normal the top of her game. Yeah, I mean, Darling. I mean, she. <laughs> She went off the deep end a long time ago, but in the 90s, she was the best. Um, Celine Dion, too, or is that... Was she 90s? Or 80s? I mean, honestly, I think she was... She was definitely 90s. Okay, not going back to my pedicures or anything, but it is literally like a Celine Dion extravaganza in my salon every Sunday. Every song is Celine Dion. I love it. It's awesome. Oh, my God, I love it, too. Celine Dion's amazing. I know. Was she 90s? I'm pretty sure she was 90s. She looks most, most, I mean, I guess you don't really know how old they are. Well, she was super young when she started. I mean, don't forget about Madonna. Madonna. The good Madonna. I mean, she was always weird. Michael Jackson. Oh my God, I can't believe you even brought him up yet. He was 90s. He was, (sighs) he was big in the 90s. You know, if, if, you know how they always used to ask us that question? Like, if you could have lunch with anybody, who would it be? Mine was always Donald Trump and Michael Jackson. Because I always wanted to, like, ask Michael Jackson, like, 
what's going on in your head? Like, <laughs> well, what? I think because he was at a certain, I feel like he really was at a certain level of like genius, musical genius. 100%. And yeah, it would be very interesting just to like hear what his process was or how he came up with things. Like, because I think him and Britney Spears share this common problem where they never mentally grew up in a way. Well, look at his childhood. His childhood was not was great. Rough. I mean, we've all seen the movie. I was there. Um, I was there. Oh, <laughs> it was not God. nice. Um, by the way, uh, for you guys that don't know, Megan has the best beat it <laughs> dance on the planet. Billie Jean. Oh, Billie Jean. Sorry. It's so good that she Beat it's also <laughs> very good, too. Yes. Oh, fame. So I never played with Polly Pockets. You have Polly Pocket listed you didn't play there? Polly Pockets? No, I played with Mad Max. Okay. Listen, if if this look tran- at you breaking the barriers. That's of the what I'm saying. Era. If this transgenderism <laughs> crap was around when I was younger, I would have thought I was a boy. But I, once again, I'm a total girl. I mean, so, but I liked boy stuff. Yeah, there's some cool boy toys. Mad I Max w- was one. I of was them. definitely, I definitely played with Polly Pockets. What is Tomagakis? Tamagotchis. What is that? You never had a Tamagotchi. <laughs> no, I'm this was like the first AI <laughs> creation. Um, no, actually, side note, the first AI thing was like back in the 1950s. Did you see that? What was it? It was like an automated chess board or something. Really? Mm-hmm. Me and my dad tried to create a talking trophy once for a invention thing in like fourth grade. We didn't. You should try it again. We didn't win. <laughs> you didn't win? No. Um, Tamagotchis, they were like those little handheld, they were, it was like a circle. And you would take care of um, like your pet. And you had to, you would have to feed it, and you would have to sleep, you'd have to clean it, and if you didn't, like the thing would die. And I, people got very, I got very attached. Like I would be very upset if my battery died or like the thing. No died. wonder you're such a good mom, and I didn't want to be right. One. I, was I taking, didn't have I've a been taking care of things since you know I was seven. I've never even heard of those. No. Oh my god, Power Rangers. That was a big Power one. Ranger. Oh yeah, that was a big Halloween. I mean, they're costume. still around. Power Ranger. Do you get the feeling that? Everything coming out right now, it's not new. It's they're literally just redoing. They're going back. Yes. Everything. Everything yes. from our childhood. Yeah. That's what I mean. Because those were happier times. It was I was reading this article on a site called Everything Zoomer. And there was a quote from Bustle Magazine's her name's Sophie Atkinson. And she made a good point. She was saying, we're emotionally invested in the entertainment from the 90s because back then with limited access to every album, TV show, or film, the ones you did own meant absolutely everything to you. It's true. And it's so true. Yeah. Yeah, you had pride in it. You did. Because you, again, nothing was at the snap of a finger. And what you invested your time in or, like, really loved, like, that was your thing. When I turned 16, my father and mother got me a car. And in the car, I wanted a I wanted a blue GM with ridges, <laughs> so they got that for me. In the car was my very first CD, which was mm. an Ario Speedwagon CD in the CD player. Remember the CD players? Yeah. Or when they stop working, you have to like bang on the <laughs> on the thing for it to no, work. no the Ninten- blow the Nintendo yeah. games where you to blow in them. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Duck Hunt. Oh, and you're like passing out because you're trying to blow so much. Did time. you know the other remote in Duck Hunt controlled the ducks? I don't think I ever knew that. I would that have not changed. That, that would have game? changed. I would have been awesome at that game. I know we were so <laughs> focused on the gun. No, my my thing was Mario Kart Mario. and Goldeneye. I loved to play Goldeneye. Oh, Double O Seven game. Really? It's like the background music. It was like oh my god, it was amazing. 
No, like I said in the beginning, me and my sister were King's Quest fanatics. I didn't play King's Quest. King's Quest. Quest. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, yeah. And that's how I think I really got into like, because if you know anything thing about me, I love watching period pieces. Mm. And I think it kind of started. Did you ever play Zelda? There. I played Zelda all the time. And then the other thing I, I played was Wolfstein, which was a, you had to shoot zombies. I loved that game. I played it at Metro all the time. <laughs> that's what I would do when I was waiting for my mom. Take us back. I know. It would be so nice. It would be nice. Things were easier. Back to basics. Yes. And you, again, you just, there was no social media platform where you had to post every single thing or you can attack somebody because they posted a picture of an eggplant. You hate eggplant. You didn't care. It's just, it's gotten so out of control. (laughs) It's just so stupid. It's just, it's too much. It's too much. And it's ruining society, honestly. I mean, we can't go back. We're basically headed off a cliff. Well, now we're having robots that yeah. we can date, apparently. Yep. So, yeah, we can just solve our, all of our issues by talking into a machine. There you Good go. Times. So, th- I think that's it. That's that's time. Yes. Thanks for joining. Go go listen to some '90s music, please. Please bring yourself back. Make yourself yes. happy. Thanks, guys. Thank you.